Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Well, he hasn't even had time to sit down in the chair. It's been one of those really hectic, busy mornings. But keep those questions coming in for Dr. Bill. Shingles seems to be high on the agenda at the moment. Uh, we'll get on to Bill about that. Also, we've got some lovely live music, a contemporary violinist by the name of Luke Cosgrave joining me in studio as well to round off today's edition of the show. But looking very dapper, all in white, summer white today, is Seamus Whitley. Good morning to you, Seamus. Morning. So, Seamus, I spoke to Minister Simon Harris in the programme yesterday about... This this new pathway uh, for an alternative, I suppose, to the leaving certificate, etc. So you're the man to analyse it for us and to, to look at the potential in this. Do you want to just want to go through it yourself and what you make of it? Yes, it's quite new, so it's, it's early days. I listened to that interview yesterday and um, yeah, good initiatives. Um, so it's a range of courses around the country, mainly initially in the business and computing areas. Uh, courses will be focused around the technological universities like um, our own C2 here in the southeast, Munster Technological University, uh, Technological University of Shannon, which is Limerick and Athlone, and then we have Atlantic Technological University, which is the Northwest. Uh, so, um, what do you it, make of it? It's early days. It's not wonderful for the southeast at the moment. I'll explain that in a moment. Um, I think one of the areas where you'll have most interest in would be uh, access to nursing courses, which are always popular at high points. Um, in particular, there's one being launched in the Northwest. So I want to talk about that. But maybe if we take a look at the local offering. Yeah. Um, so there's a business degree and a computing degree on offer in C2. Mm-hmm. Now, people would ordinarily maybe think, well, that's Waterford. Um, it's actually the Carlo campus. Nothing wrong with that. So in a course like this, you spend your first couple of years at PLC level, right. okay? And the main thing for people in the Southeast to remember about this one is that the first two years of this course are spent at PLC level in Port Leisha. Right. Okay, so if you're down here in Wexford direction, you've got a bit of a journey now and you've got to get accommodation. So financially, I don't think that's going to work out for uh, people down this direction. If you complete your, your two years, then in Port Leash, you move on to IT Carlo, finish two years, and you've got your business degree then. Uh, what is this, a level se- seven, is it? It's a, it's actually what's called a QQI level five. No, well, the full degree is a level eight. It's a full honours degree. So if you're prepared to stay um, the four years or five years in nursing's case, um, you will actually end up with your business degree. Um, so I'm not sure... Um, you know, I love these new initiatives. You know, Simon Harris is very proactive. I, I think there are possibilities for it. Um, this one, I'm not sure if, if students are going to be uh, motivated to go to Port Leash for two years when they could probably access the same business degree in Wexford yeah. for the same grades in Relieving Cert. Okay. And save some money as well. He, he talked about uh, 23 degree courses. So we've just looked at a couple there and you yeah. looked at nursing. So yeah. have you looked at the rest of them? <laughs> well, th- they're mainly business and computing uh, courses. And you see, if you study business or computing across the country in Limerick or Athlone or maybe Cork IT, the old Cork IT, the points have been hovering around 250 to 300. So, um, you know... To be fair, in in current terms, it's easy enough for students to access those. Uh, It might give them a more gentler introduction into college, a little bit uh, easier in terms of the PLC style 
but at the same time, you know, accounting is accounting and economics is economics. So you're going to have to you're going to have to study. And I think in 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 the nursing one, that's where the most interest is going to be. Um, now, a couple of points about the nursing one. They are saying as well in the literature that priority will be given to residents within the cluster area. So if you're down here in Wexford and you see a route into nursing in Galway or maybe even Sligo, yeah. you've got to go through your application process, which involves an interview, and then they are going to give priority to students in the Northwest. So until a course like that comes possibly down to the Southeast, um, I don't think it's going to be, again, major um, a major advantage to, to people in the Southeast, you know. We're still working through this ourselves, um, but the, the course, the business course in C2 is in association with the Leash Offaly Education and Training Board. So, so bear that get, in mind, yeah. Yeah, we need to get Wexford and Waterford on board, I think, with this. Right. What, what, is, what other positives do you see in this? Well, I think, um, obviously, you know, open up access. But I, I have to say, um, apart from this, like, it's, it's, it's all positive. So C2 is, has been a good development. I love seeing the, the kids going around town now in their C2 jerseys. You know, it's shown that they're identifying with the brand and yeah. uh, they've got, they've got um, an interest in it. And I particularly welcome the discussion yesterday around potentially having veterinary and pharmacy located in uh, C2 in the southeast, plus extra nursing places. I think that's going to be a major fill-up for the area because what that will do, Alan, is that that will attract students from all over the country to come to the southeast, whereas before it's been a hemorrhage out of the southeast to Dublin and, you know, Limerick, etc. So I think that could be really, really positive. And uh, we also got the impression from the minister it was raised at the council chambers as well yesterday about our, our campus. And I know like, I'm, I'm being a bonnet about this, but I'm not the only one. Uh, and I, I, I did get the impression from Simon Harris that even though it's moving quite slowly, it is moving and there should be some news finally before the end of the year. We need that, don't we? We, we do indeed. Um, I think we need to break away from the, you know, the... the the image of the campus has been a part of, you know, an older building, etc. Brand new, vibrant campus, part of this multi-campus southeast uh, identity. And in fairness to Simon Harris, listen to him yesterday, he does seem to have his finger on the pulse. He, he doesn't seem to be talking from a strategy document. No. He, he seems to be actively involved and in, 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 in engaged with it. That's going to be good for the area. He also talked to me a little bit about the 83.68 million uh, TU RISE fund to support research and enterprise engagement in technological university sector. Have you had a chance to look at that, uh, Seamus? No, just in terms of the fact that it is ring-fenced for uh, the technological university sector. So, like, you know, technological universities was a new concept a couple of years ago. We're just getting used to it now. Um, in terms of the education of our young people, Yes, I think it's going to be crucial in that it will stop this hemorrhage of people going off and paying crazy money for accommodation in big cities where they can get, you know, equally as good uh, programs and degrees down here locally. Yeah, I have a question for you. It comes from a parent whose son stepped out and, and did a, took on an apprenticeship or took on a job for the year, but now wants to go to college. And just from your own perspective, how difficult is it for someone who has stepped out of the education system to get back into it and get back focused again if they have taken a year, maybe even two years out, and now they want to go to college? Happens all the time. And, you know, I get... Uh, I work a lot, as you know, with adults and students, so I get calls all the time from people in their 20s and their 30s, and a lot of them in apprenticeships, and it didn't work out for one reason or another. 
and they're now ready to engage with college. Uh, I would encourage them 100% because mature students in particular make great learners because they decide to go back to college from their um, own violation, so to speak. So um, they sit in the front, they work with the lecturers, a lot of them get first class honours. So um, it's a great transition. Once the human makes up their mind that this is something I want to do myself, uh, I think it's 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 full. And do they go through all the whole reapplication again then? And of course the points for what they were going for initially, they could have gone up in the meantime, couldn't they? Yeah, it depends. So programs like these uh, new um, ETB courses that we were talking about, the applications are open for those now. You can apply for a further education course across the country. Uh, but the CEO is closed for this year, so you won't get a place on a third level CEO college course in September. That closed on the 1st of July, end of story really, unless you're a current university student. So what's the next uh, train of events then? The leaving certificate results, when, when are they due out this year? So they're due out in August and I think we have a firm date now from the CEO that the first round offers will be made on the 30th of August this year. So it's a little bit earlier than last year, still uh, later than normal. Um, but the 30th of August, we'll have at 2 p.m. You'll get your first round offer, a level eight and a level seven. Uh, I'll probably be in studio with you here then on the 31st and we'll go through all the ins yep. and outs. But points are unfortunately predicted to stay high this year. Are they? They are indeed. That's a Have you had any feedback on the leaving certificate exam itself, Seamus? Because you've been dealing a lot with students. I heard maths. I've heard from several quarters. Now, I don't have a... My son came out of the system last year and he's in college, but... Yeah. Um, I believe maths this year was, was horrendous. One was 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 horrendous. However, you know, we've seen this down the years where, you know, paper two compensates and then the marking seems to compensate as well. So if the exam questions have been pitched at a, you know, a very high level, there seems to be a compensatory factory factor. So when you look at the results, um, when they are published next August, I'd be very surprised if you don't see very similar amounts of H4s, H5s, H6s, you know, it tends to, to balance out each year. And will there be any supports like we're given to students who, who were trying to study during the pandemic? Is that, is that all done away with now? Is it just purely in what you've done in the exam this year? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Now, there's still, I think this year, uh, this year's leave inserts were probably the last cohort of students who didn't set a junior cert. Right. And you hear parents saying to them, saying to me, you know, they, they don't seem to know what this is all about and they are facing a major state exam for the first time. Yeah. Uh, so that can be a cause of anxiety for them and... Um, uh, and there are, the supports are still there, are they? Yeah, we were talking the other day about uh, the DARE system. Yeah. So the DARE is Disability Access Route into Education. And that's there specifically to help students who are struggling with all sorts of issues. So whether it be a learning difficulty like dyslexia, yeah. a mental health issue like maybe depression or indeed anxiety. And, you know, anxiety is a huge issue for young people at the moment, despite everything. So if you've got a student that's been struggling with any kind of a disability over the years, mm -hmm. you can make a DARE application next year. It's too late for this year as part of the CEO system. Yeah. And within that DARE system, then there's all sorts of supports available to the students when they reach college. They've got a, a tutor, they've got a mentor, and they can sometimes get reduced access points. Thank you for joining me in studio, Seamus. We welcome you back then for the CAOs, but you've given us lots of information there. And of course, people can contact you where? 
uh, www.whitneycareerguidance.com and if anybody needs information about that new um, initiative, the, yep. national, the National Territory Office initiative, as, as they're calling it, we can send on details. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.